Hi, and welcome to another episode of China on the Rocks, uh, a show where we talk about the F&B industry in China and everything that goes around with it. My name is Logan, and I'm joined by my awesome, excellent, uh, and holiday cheer host. Oh wow, that's a big introduction. Hi guys, I'm Anna. Well, I was re- I was trying to think of something to say, then I realized your hair is red and green. Yeah, I know. On one side, <laughs> it's like brown on the other side. I don't need your judgment, Logan. <laughs> But、anyway, glad to be here, and we're gonna have a shot of what? We're having we're we're continuing our Christmas cheer with still more rum. So we're drinking the High Seas Dark Rum today. We had that one last week as well, and I just I like rum. Like I was saying, I like rum for the season. Yeah, it feels festive. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So here we go. Let's see if we how long we could、uh, hold this shot for. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. Wow. Oh, okay, and I'm awake now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Firing on all cylinders. We didn't even do our wake-up dance. Yeah, we usually we have a, a ritual before we start recording. We do a little shake it all kind of dance. Yeah, a little, but not not today. Not we today. We're keeping it OG. <laughs> <Yeah> . Well, I mean, I came in and you gave me a nice glass of、uh, eggnog. Coffee eggnog. Yes, that was a very cool invention last night when I came. I came in at the end of my shift last night here about twelve thirty, and Anna's like, "Do you want to try coffee eggnog?" And I was like, maybe not at twelve thirty, but I did try it. It was amazing, and now we're having it here. Yeah, it was a cool, cool creation. But yeah, so for everybody at home listening, I don't know the weather there for Shanghai. Just had a a flippity flop on the on the weather. We had a really hot day. Well, really hot for the winter.、It、was twenty degrees Celsius、yeah. yesterday. I don't know what that's in Fahrenheit. What is that like? Sixty, sixty, sixty-eight, seventy almost. Yeah, and、uh, today it just dropped by twenty degrees. <laughs> yeah, it's actually forty-six right now. Yeah, I mean it's cold.、Uh, it's rainy, so like it's proper winter. And it's gonna get colder tomorrow. It's gonna、yeah. get to, to the negative Celsius here. Yeah, it's like so. It's gonna be I think like thirty one for us, like people that speak Fahrenheit language. Minus four here.、Yeah. I don't know, but、um, it's a weird day. We're both really tired because of that, like、yeah. big weather change and. Now that's it. That was the last warm day of the year. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, the year's almost over. I mean, and the thing is, we still have New Year's Eve. Like that's going to be massive, hopefully. And cold. And cold, yeah. But I mean, I'm wondering what we could do for a New Year's episode. Like we can't do a live podcast because we're busy, but we will have to definitely do a New Year's recap after we've recovered. We should. We yeah. should. Yeah. <laughs> like、uh, the gym I go to, OTF. They were like, "Oh, Logan, on January one, is your restaurant open?" I was like, "Yes." They're like, "Can you do a brunch?" And I was like, "Yeah, we always do brunch on the holidays." They're like, "Okay, we'll be there at eight a.m." That's said, not brunch, lady. <laughs> and I said no, ma'am. This is、yeah. a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like no. She's like, how about if we do nine thirty? I said no. I said you could do. We we open at eleven, but I'll do something for you special if there's a lot of people. She's like, oh, and you'll be there, right, for the marathon and the brunch? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> also,、uh, is this people going for a run? They're the doing、first? an AK on the first, and then going to brunch. But、yeah. don't they don't they have lives in like the thirty first? Fitness people. Sure. Yeah, I don't. I told them my my body's at the restaurant. It's not a good thing on the first. That means I slept there because it is a pajama party. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, and I will be in. I have a really cool. Our friend Kyle got us a really me a really cool panda pajama suit. So we got that at Secret Santa. I'm so looking forward to wearing that. Nice. So Logan, I know that we have a really cool theme today that you're really into. You've been really diving、yes. deep into it, which is AI. Yeah. So I just got the.、Uh, Chat GPT four. I was using three point five before, but four is really cool because it's really fast.
Uh, and I wish there was a soundtrack that said nerd here. Cause I, <laughs> but I've been playing with it like um, I've been using it to do Excel sheets because I don't know how to do Excel, but it tells me step by step. I do explain like I'm five. Wow. And it tells me like I'm a child how to do Excel stuff. Uh, then it has the dolly feature in it too. So is it uh, so you basically could make menu designs. You could have a lot of cool creative things. It really helps you with. So what I thought today we'd have a kind of fun time playing with it. And normally we, we always go on Reddit, we check stuff out, but we thought, what if the chat GPT was Reddit? Yeah, so we ask uh, the chat, how do we call him? Is there a name, him, her? <laughs> the I, chat. I just asked it the chat. The chat. We asked him to write a MIT as Hope post as a bartender. And unfortunately, we had to do it like twice or three times to find something like really, really, like really kind of asshole but it. It's really polite, as Anna put it. It's too nice still. Yeah, I was saying that I think ChatGPT hasn't lost like faith in humanity yet. <laughs> it's still naive. It still yeah. thinks like, oh, this is such a problem. And I'm like, that's so nice. Aww. So do you want to go ahead and read it? All right. So title. Am I the asshole for refusing to serve a regular free drinks on his birthday? Interesting. We've all been there. Yes. All right. So here's the post. So I, 28 female, work as a bartender in a popular local pub. There's this regular, let's call him Dave, 32 male, who comes in almost every other day. He's friendly enough and tips well. Yesterday was his birthday, and he came in with a bunch of friends expecting free drinks. Dave's argument was that since he's a loyal customer and it's a special occasion, he deserved a round on the house. I told him that that's not how he works in our pub. We don't do free drinks he got really upset and said, I was ruining his birthday. His friend chimed in, says, it's just one round and that I'm being stingy. I stood my ground, explaining that it's against policy and unfair to other customers. Dave left a bad review online saying I was the worst bartender for not recognizing loyal customers. My boss says I did the right thing, but some coworkers thinks, uh, think I should have just made an exception to keep the peace. So Reddit, am I the asshole for not giving a regular free drinks on his birthday? See, honestly, he's not the asshole. Okay, I think that everybody's the asshole here. Yeah, but if you're just the employee, you're not a manager, then you're not the asshole. I think that the person is not the asshole to not give the free drinks. Yeah. I think Dave was a bit entitled to ask. Mm -hmm. You don't go like, hi, it's my birthday, give me free drinks. Yeah. But we've, we're in the business, everyone does. Now... I still don't think it's the worst thing to ask if you're really a regular. Just ask. It's awkward. It's uncomfortable, for sure. But when he goes online and puts a bad review, I'm like, oh, no, Dave, you lost all the upper yeah. ground here. Yeah, no, I think, I mean, Dave is definitely an asshole, but the guy that didn't serve isn't because his hands are tied. Like, he should have gone to his manager or she should have gone to her. Oh, it's a she. It's a she. It's a she, she. 28, yeah. She should have gone to her manager and said, hey, it's Dave. He's always here. I'm going to buy him a round of shots. Can you comp it for me? Yeah, I I think that by the way that the other colleagues think she should have done it, I feel like she had the authority to do it. Mm. And I think she kind of also just stuck to... I don't think... Okay, I wouldn't justify as an asshole, but I think that if I have a staff member here, right, that I have given the authority to comp some shots here and there, and we do have a guy that basically pays the bills that's here every other day and spends a ton of money, I would have been like, why not just give him a round of shots? Yeah, no, I, I'm right? for... But I also understand that so I think that it changes when he asks. I think if she just did it. Yeah, then it wouldn't have been an issue. That would have been fine. And in the moment that he's like, I expect a round of drinks for free because I'm here all the time. You're a bad bartender. I think that that turned him. It's a, 
it's an it's a common conundrum. It happens like yeah. I mean, I yeah, never expect it. I mean, that's just rude. It seems like yeah. You know? But also, like, how many times you have a booking for a birthday party and they're like, "Oh, I'm bringing my birthday party. I'm bringing twenty people. Uh, can you guys give anything for us, like a round of shots or something?" And you're like, yeah. "Fine." <laughs> well, generally, what we'll do is like uh, Talkalicious. Uh, we had uh, Darth Syrah for the longest time. Would just give so many shots to people, but she's one of the owners. She's totally allowed to do that. But we had customers that were at Talkalicious One that were a little scared of going there because <laughs> they knew they were going to get hammered. But as one of the owners, she literally has that right. If it's just the bartender giving out free shots all the time, that's stealing. Yeah, yeah of course. No, obviously. But I think that the only reason, it's by the own description of the post, right? It's a regular that comes every other day, spends a lot of money, yeah. knows everyone there, including the managers probably. Mm-hmm. It seems like the person had the power to do it or at least the power to ask someone. Yeah. I feel like the person was just like, no, the rules are the rules. It's not going to happen. <laughs> And that might have been a bit intense. But hey, also, this is a computer thinking that that's the worst thing that happens at a bar. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it is pretty cool. Like it, And like I was sh- when we were uh, typing out the question, it answered so fast. Like almost before like I hit the enter button and it went like. Brrr. So I don't know if you heard this argument online about ChatGPT. Uh, people claim that ChatGPT is getting dumber. So uh, that was definitely happening. I noticed that with 3.5. But the 4 is faster. But I haven't like. I've only done bar stuff with it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't ask it rocket science. No, no, but not this type of dumber, but more like in problem solving and like maybe just less, like the level of writing, the level of like, um, if you're going to like quantify by grades, it's writes more like a fourth grader than a, than a college level mm-hmm. at this point, right? And somebody, the, the, the big conspiracy, the big online like discussion is that because the AI is constantly learning from people, yeah, that's what it's it. learning from us, so it's getting, it's like assimilating to us, so it's getting yeah, it's dumber. Getting, it's going down <laughs> to our level. Yeah, it's going down. So um, I think that that's why they kind of do this this resets as well. I think mm-hmm. that the machine kind of gets a bit, yeah, like you know the way we just type and abbreviate things and say things like in a certain way that the machine is just getting to their route too. Well, I mean, even like typos and stuff like that, it's getting and slang and different, yeah. But I mean. We'll see with it. I mean, we'll we'll know soon enough. I mean, when the next one comes out and the next one comes out, the next one comes out because there's already little steps in everything. That's why it's like really interesting. Like I have it on my phone. I have an app on my phone that's always in my keyboard. And so I could say like write in Chinese uh, 200 words about why you love uh, tacos and it'll do it in simplified Chinese. And it's like, this is cheating. You know, it's so cool. Hey. But I mean, that's already on my phone. My phone isn't the smartest one. Like this is a, on this one, it's smarter. So one of the other things we wanted to do, because I actually use this a lot, um, we had to create some drinks for us. Yeah. Because we just wanted to test it, and um, we wanted to test it and just see like the levels of drinks it can make us. We said, pretend you're a dive bartender that's a creative person. Make us three uh, fun uh, holiday cocktails. So this is what it gave us. Anna, you want to do the honors? Sure. I haven't seen this yet, actually. This is all news to me. All right, so I'm going to kind of just read the ingredients then. I, I think the preparation might be a bit too yeah, much. just the ingredients and the names. So for the dive bar, but creative, we have Santa's Secret Slipper. No, Sipper, sorry. Santa's Secret Sipper. Spice rum, cranberry juice, a splash of lime juice, ginger beer, and a dash of cinnamon. Actually sounds pretty good. But it sounds exactly what you would get in like yeah. a dive bar that has some like drinks, right? Uh, then we have the mistletoe mojito, white rum, fresh mint, Lime wedges, sugar, and pomegranate seeds with soda water. Yeah, yeah I've had pomegranate mojito before. Yeah, me too. Actually, San Francisco a lot. I don't yeah. know why. It's like a flavor. <laughs> and uh, pomegranate margaritas everywhere. 
Frosty's Winter Warmer. Hot chocolate, peppermint schnapps, whipped cream, crushed candy cane. I can see this too. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't not drink it. Like, it makes the list for you. It's so easy. I mean, I would add some rum so it's not all peppermint schnapps. Yeah. But, you know. Well, and then you could you could uh, make it go a little bit more, like, into detail. Yeah. So, I mean, we're just giving a general prompt, but then we could be very specific. And we could also ask it what it thinks it should add. Oh, cool. We should do like we should do a joke one and just do something really bad. Like, I'm in a dive bar with no budget and I need to come up with something. Do it. Type it. <laughs> wait, wait let's, let's go to the ones we created already, right? So we also have the next one. Okay, so the next one we did was we, saw that we thought, let's go upscale. That's one. Oh, okay, there we go. So we asked for a high-end craft cocktail bar known for its innovative mixology okay and this is what we've got for that so the first one they gave us was called winter's essence martini the ingredients premium gin dry vermouth homemade spice pear syrup lemon juice egg white edible gold leaf that seems just pretentious enough <laughs> with the edible edible gold well, leaf. it sounds like a white lady yeah like a pear white lady i've made a drink very similar to this i mean except for the gold leaf <laughs> the, yeah. but the rest of the recipe like right on like i can see that i don't know how christmas oh i guess the spice bear the spice Christmassy. yeah okay the next one it made for us is called a yuletide old-fashioned i already like the sound of it so aged bourbon homemade cinnamon and star anise bitters maple syrup orange zest cocktail smoke kit it's like the little smoke on yeah <laughs> applewood uh or maybe it's that dome thing you put on it yeah um yeah yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it does make <laughs> sense. And, I mean, I feel like any pretentious bar would have a drink like that, even though they all taste the same. It all yeah. just tastes like applewood smoke and sugar, mm -hmm. but yeah. Yeah. I mean, it hasn't done as dirty yet. Okay, the next one I have is a Frosted Cranberry Sparkler. See, I like these names. Champagne, Cranberry, and Rosemary Reduction, Elderflower Liqueur, Sugared Cranberries, and Rosemary Sprig. Look, this one... It has centromain in it and bitches love elderflower. This is a this yeah. would be a hit. Yeah, this is a hit. <laughs> to be honest, you can put anything. You just put centromain or elderflower liqueur in it and done. Yeah. Done. Done. It's sold. It's gold. Okay, so they know each other, that's why they charge so much for a bottle. <laughs> what we'll do also on our Instagram and our WeChat, we'll put uh the picture. We had to create pictures of the drink menus and it was pretty cool. Yeah, we asked them to create a realistic photo of yeah. the cocktail and it looks legit. So, uh, I was while you type in that question, I'll bring up something which I thought was really interesting. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I've told this before, but Stanford uh, did this experiment where they did something like The Sims, but each one of The Sims was a chat GPT bot, and they let them alone. Like, you know how, like, Sims, you just let the world go, and you kind of watch after your little people? So, let them do that by themselves, and after a month, they had arranged parties, they had uh, started religion. They had like whole whole on events that they were just happening by themselves organically. It was super super weird. It's like that whole thing. Like, uh, are we in a simulation or not? Because they will get self aware sometimes. Okay, so Anna, what you typing in? I said, pretend you are a bad bartender at a cheap dive bar and create three special drinks for Christmas <laughs> <laughs> with no budget. <laughs> yeah, let's see what's a. Uh <laughs> I love that it just changes the brands to like supermarket generic. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. 
So we have, sorry, it's typing, so it's moving fast. I'm going to wait a minute, but it's, uh, I, I get the vibe here. Now, is this something you would ever use as a tool? Uh, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit proud. I'm not sure, but I, I think it's useful, especially for events or things that you don't. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I don't know if I would use for my bar's menu because of the pride and the, the feeling of it's mine. But if I had to do an event catering or something, I would definitely use it. Well, I, so I used it the other day. We're doing a High Sea Spirits is doing a sponsorship with that Shanghai, and they were saying they have an event for three hundred people. And so I was like, I wonder how many bottles we need to sponsor. And so I asked ChatGPT. I said, I have a whiskey event we're doing for three hundred people. How many bottles would I need to sponsor? The bottles are seven hundred fifty ml. It literally told me right away. It said, Imagine out of three hundred people, only half those people are going to drink. So a uh, general shot is 44 ml or uh, two ounces. 45, an ounce and a half. For, it said 44. I'm, I'm just like using my oh, computer okay. brain. And um, that's what stuck out of me. It said 44 as well. But it said basically we would need 26.7 bottles. But since you can't do 26.7, just order 27 bottles. And I was like, huh. that's pretty amazing. It did the math through uh, these I people still, drinking three drinks. I, I don't know. Okay, let's wait for the event. Because I don't believe it. Because I don't believe that only half would drink. Yeah. And I also don't believe that from the people that would drink, some of them will have a couple of drinks, but some of them will have 20 that are also going to make up for the half that's not drinking. Yeah. So, well, 20, it's uh, being hyperbole here. But yeah. Um, I think I think that it's more. Well, I think it's more because it's not taking into account that the people, that's humans pouring the drinks. So it's not going to be 100% measured the correct way. And there's going to be, yeah, wastage and all that. And just people will drink more than yeah but I, but i think it doesn't i think it takes in the robot or the mechanical element okay it's exactly this weight divided by this times this you know what i mean it does its algorithm yeah but the human factor dumbs it down <laughs> also how many people are in a bad mood that day or in a great mood celebrating and having shots yeah. <laughs> i mean if we're there to be us yeah like how many laybacks are they accounting for? yeah exactly <laughs> but that's I mean, one of those things you have to think about when you ask these kind of questions like for us there's a human element it's gonna be different than if i just need pure math yeah you know, but I guess you would add twenty percent to that or thirty percent to that, mm -hmm. and then go with it. Yeah. And just to be safe, you know, and you also want bottles extra just in case. So I got the results okay. for our. I'm a bad bartender at cheap dive bar, okay. <laughs> having to make ingredient. Uh, I'm sorry, drinks for the holidays, and they're actually pretty good. Okay. <laughs> so we have Rudolph's Red Nose Punch. <laughs> already, already a good name. Okay. The ingredients are the cheapest vodka available, <laughs> <laughs> generic red fruit punch, a splash of soda water. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is basically Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah, they did not give a shit on this one. It's cheap vodka with Kool-Aid and a little soda. Yeah. <laughs> the mistletoe mystery mix is the next one. Whatever clear spirits are on hands. I love that he has the attitude of a shitty bartender too. It's like, I yeah. don't care. It's whatever it's available. So whatever clear spirits are on hand, vodka, gin, rum, etc. Green food coloring. <laughs> <laughs> Lemon lime soda and a dash of peppermint extract. Ooh, that's been getting fancy with peppermint extract. I guess they're talking about the ones for like cakes, you know, the ones that you have the little bottle of. Oh, yeah, cheap, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I love that it has an attitude. Yeah. It's like whatever clear spirits. Like, just, I don't care. And then the final one, which sounds great already because it's, it, it represents how I'm feeling about this drink. Which is called Santa's Sorrow. <laughs> That's already an awesome. See, the names are, are spot on. So Santa's Sorrow is the cheapest whiskey, cola, a splash of cherry syrup, or grenadine if 
The author is not available. <laughs> <laughs> it is a really cheap dive bar. <laughs> That's it. So it's basically a cherry coke. I'm not yeah. mad at this one. I mean, it, it's it does really take your directions well, you know. Yeah, and it has a little um, a little disclaimer at the end. These drinks are definitely more about the gimmick and less about the craft. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun though. I mean <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I should have a t shirt that says that. It's more about the gimmick and less about the craft. Well, what did I see a good one the other day? And it was alcohol is just water with feelings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, actually I, I, I haven't used chat to be seen this in this type of um you know, like way and it's actually quite fun. I mean you can have I think the, the it's a tool to use in your arsenal of tools. You know, like you don't always use every tool you have in the bar. Yeah. But it is like good to have it when you need it. Like if you need something creative or you just can't think of a name for a drink or like an event or whatever. You know what I'm thinking? You know how um, we we all, I mean, many of us have the book, the flavor Bible, right? To yes. use for like to find flavor combinations. I think that you can use ChatGPT for that. Well, give us a, a demonstration then. All right. A let's live, dem live podcasting. A live demonstration on ChatGPT. Let me try so what are, you, what are you looking for? So I'll tell the people at home. So I'm going to ask for what are food pairings and uh, flavor pairings and combinations with, let's do carrots. Okay. All right. Flavor combinations with carrots for 300, Alex. See, the thing is, it just it's as slow as you type, then it's fast. You know, not that you type slow or anything. So while Anna's typing... I will sit here and just drink more eggnog because the coffee eggnog is waking me up. And now the typing is complete. I think it's a whiskey. Oh, sorry, the rum. The rum. The rum. Well, All it, right. It is really good, guys. It's actually giving me exactly what I was looking for. And I think that if you if you explain your prompts and one type of flavor you're trying to achieve, I think you can get even more specialized. But this is interesting. <laughs> All right. So we have... For carrots, herbs, and spices, we have dill, parsley, thyme, and rosemary. We have cumin, coriander, and curry. We have ginger and garlic. Then we have sweet flavors, honey or maple, cinnamon, nutmeg, and allspice. For citrus, lemon, orange, and lime. For dairy, butter, and cream. Cheese, especially parmesan, cheddar, feta. Nuts, almonds, walnuts, and pecans. Other vegetables, so we have onions peas, bell peppers, root vegetables like potatoes, sweet potatoes, and beets. Wow. Yeah, quite useful. That was very, no, that's very useful. I mean, I think this is good stuff to have. I think it's just the ease of use. You know, obviously, if you're a chef, if you're a bartender, if you're busy, like I said, it's sometimes it's just like a little pain relief. No, but I'm saying we use the reference anyway, yeah. but we have to manually go through a book for it. So if I can find the same type of... Um, information yeah. by just asking a question directly and search for me will yeah. make me save a lot of time no see boom that's already happened now i like it also for image work i really do like if you get the images going like you can't do hands yet i mean you still can i use me journey yeah and you can do hands at me journey so they are a bit more yeah mid journeys mid journey is very cool. i mean but that's still an ai thing it's so yeah, amazing yeah. how they do it like it's very interesting the whole time yeah, but they get eyes and hands like mm -hmm. properly now. Uh, not all the time, but like in a fair amount of time. So yeah. you can still get like very realistic people doing like regular things. Well, I was having it uh, do these um, 
we're doing a pajama party for Talkalicious. We do it every year. And I was trying to think of, of a different flyer because, you know, sometimes you're just like, uh, what do I do? And so I was like, please draw me a photorealistic or uh, give me a photorealistic taco in pajamas. Okay. And it made some. And then I said, okay, now do it as a woman. And it made it really sexy. And I was like, okay, I don't really feel comfortable yeah, with this. Yeah, I noticed that too. I was talking to, um, to my boyfriend. We were trying to make some characters. And every time you ask it as a woman, they always go for the same like standard of beauty, like the same body type, yeah. the same look, the same like very, very specific. So, and for men, you get a range. You get all sorts yeah. of men. <laughs> so I think that they're still working on it. Well, I think it's also like if you, if you say, okay, I want... A lady in Shanghai who looks like Frida Kahlo eating a taco and and having a milkshake. Then you could do Shanghai in the background. It'll start. It, it's very clear for that. Or just, uh, you know what I mean? But you have to really be specific for it. Because basically, you don't, like, you want to... It, it did Salma Hayek almost as a taco. Like, almost from, uh, what was that movie? Uh, um, I know, the Desperados? No, no, not no, Desperados. The one when she's a taco. Uh, it's... Uh, She's a taco? sausage fest. Oh, <laughs> it basically made a taco like that, and you know, I was like, that's a little too much for you know what we want. Okay, but it's still pretty cool. But I mean, that's that's the that's the joy of this stuff, and it's only going to get better. I think it's a really good tool for the industry. I think the new bartenders coming up in ten years, they're going to have you know more tools at their disposal. It'll be very very cool. Like it can make you a sick playlist if you want. Like you can have a lot of fun with it. You're telling you're not you're telling me you're not gonna have to go to a friend's bar and ask to see that book that they have dusty in the yeah. back. That they'll never land it to you because they know you're never going to return. Yeah. <laughs> well, some books you have to have in a bar no matter what, like Liquid Intelligence. You have to have certain things. I just realized. What did you? Realize? I had a trainee that stole a book of mine. I'm just I'm just looking at the books and I'm like, oh, bastards. Yes. I do have Liquid Intelligence, Flavor Bible. Um, like, I had all the punch books when I had I have punch. a few others, yeah. Um, I tend to, I, I am becoming a person that regrets, like, lending books. I lent my PTT book. I lent my, um, a few other books to people, and I just realized nobody has given it back to me. Oh, really? I, I think Karen Chung still has my PTT book. <laughs> Shout out. You, we're happy you, Chung. <laughs> um, okay, so, Anna, I think that's our chat GBT done. What have you been drinking this week? I've actually had, oh. Wait, we have introductions now, so this is... These are the drinks we've been drinking. Okay, we should have waited long enough. I think that was I it. I don't know. <laughs> we haven't learned the timing for everything. Uh, but, you know, I've been to a new bar in Shanghai. Okay, cool. Tell us. So, our friend Chase White mm -hmm. has opened a bar. Um, still missing the sign that's waiting for shipping, but the bar is going to be called Bar Blanc. Cool. Because his name is Chase White and Blanc is white, so... Very cool. <laughs> it's a white bar. Uh, and I actually tried a lot of the cocktails and they were delicious. But I expected them to be delicious. Uh, one of my favorite ones was tomato on vacation. Oh, wow. Yeah, which was like tomatoes, basil, and pineapple with tequila, a little chili to it. Absolutely delicious. Um, I am a bit allergic to pineapple, so I couldn't really like finish the drink. But I loved it anyway. Like the flavor was just like magical, like the mix of it. Yeah. And it was really good. And also, he has a really good hot butter rum. And I'm a sucker for hot butter rum. Oh, hot rum. butter rum is so good. He had like a smoky, nutty version of it. Yeah. They was also delicious. And I mean, I had almost the full menu. Mm -hmm. So it was, <laughs> I've been drinking a lot. It was, it was a good night. <laughs> That's a good night. Now, where is this bar located? So this bar is on Julu Road. Okay. Near Shangxi 
That kind of by more than eats or farther than more than eats? Further, closer to, I don't know if you know the coffee shop, Shimmer. No. Down there. It's, it's closer to Shimmer. It's this, oh, close to Maya where the pool is. Oh, okay. I know exactly where it is then. Yeah. Uh, the whole area there, uh, it's more like coffee shops and little bars. It's, mm. a, it's a small space. I think it seats like 25, 30, but it's like super cozy, uh, which is weird because they, in a good way, they made it so inviting for a place that is very minimalist and very white. It yeah. still feels very like welcoming and cozy and drinks are incredible. So yeah, highly recommend some hip hop on the playlist, you know. Nice, very cool. Um, damn, that's, I haven't gone to any new bars. I've been, it's all market season. So I'm basically just drinking hot drinks or drinking drinks on the rocks basically <laughs> but like uh so it's not my favorite we've talked about mold wine before but i've just been going through the different markets and having different glue wines mm-hmm. um so i've been drinking a lot of that i'm not impressed with it i don't like i don't dislike it but i, I get the appeal at Delicious, we have our booths and we have a hot apple cider with rum or we have a hot chocolate like a dutch hot chocolate with uh the high seas whiskey and that's actually pretty good uh with like i like whiskey hot chocolate combinations but i like whiskey with everything kind of yeah so i mean that's all i've been drinking i haven't been going too hard oh no that's not true anna it's not true why tell me i (laughs) I had a new shot okay i was so excited about it because i was like i'm gonna use this on the podcast it's a german shot it's a schnapps okay it's uh i'm i'm definitely gonna butcher it but it's like oberlast or oberlist or something okay uh, it's it's a white schnapps that you have like in the wintertime. And it's just like you have a shot, like they had Jägermeister and they had this other white bottle. What does it taste like? Schnapps. <laughs> Which flavor? Just uh, like almost like pear schnapps. Okay. But like a light pear sh- schnapps. I'll give you, next time you're there, I'll, I'll, we'll have some. Okay. But like it was very like, I was like, I've never seen this before. And it was like brand new because the guys had, it was a German market. So they had a bunch of Jägermeister and all the regular. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, no, I want to, you know, I don't really want to have Jägermeister. Then I saw this. Oberlast or O-B-L-E-R-S-T, something like that. Okay. It was really cool, though. Like, it, it was a nice schnapp. Like, it warms you up, did what it's supposed to do, and there was, like, 20 RMB for one. Yeah, I get the mold wine as, like, if I'm out. I think I said the same thing last time. I, don't, I never remember what I say yeah. here. Uh, I like it when it's cold and I'm outside. Because yeah. it's just, like, a, a, like a warming, kind of cozy mm-hmm. feeling. But indoors, I don't want to have that. Yeah, no, fair enough. And now, when you said you're allergic to pineapple, what happened to you? Uh, <laughs> hey, let's turn into a medical podcast. No, um, my actually, it's not really an allergy. Is that we have a, an enzyme in our saliva that basically neutralizes uh, the acid and the tenderizing of meat that the pineapple does. So I produce very little of it, mm. which means I can't really neutralize the high like acidity and like I think it is an enzyme in pineapple as well that like breaks down proteins. So when I drink it, I get sores and cuts and like. Does your tongue like burn? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, maybe I, when I ever have fresh pineapple, that happens to me. Yeah, and I have I get a lot of like sores inside my oh, mouth. Wow, Sometimes yeah. it bleeds. My lips will cut, but um, yeah, it's quite common. Fun game to play with Anna next time. I know, but it's quite <laughs> common. But it's only uh, any type of um, any processing of the pineapple will kill that thing, yeah, whatever yeah. it is. So if it's canned or if it's from concentrates or if it's cooked, mm-hmm. it's totally fine. It's only if it's like fresh, yeah, and like like the real pineapple. Any type of uh, again, like any type of um, something else done to it, mm-hmm. it will neutralize that anyway. So I just have to be like, I, I mean, I I will still sometimes do it, yeah, right. Like I'll still have something, but then I'll I'll regret for days because it takes like you know days for it to heal. Yeah. So it's just like becomes really painful to eat, becomes painful to have other things. So I avoid. Um, 
he used fresh juice, but like in a bottle, but not from concentrate. So mm-hmm. we weren't sure because we thought maybe it's still pasteurized. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't, but it's okay. It was delicious. That's good. I mean, it's one of those things you learn allergies sometimes when you're out drinking. Like I find I can't have like any stone fruits and like cherries aren't a big, like I could have cherry liquid, cherry, anything, but it's fresh with the, with the pit inside my lips actually. Oh wow. That's really interesting. Yeah, like my mouth gets really itchy and my lips get really peaches swollen. Peaches as well and all that? Peaches, any stone fruit. Okay. So like if it's cooked, if it's in something, I could have it. So I think it's some kind of enzyme thing on yeah. me as well. But I, I've noticed like a lot of cocktails have this stuff, you know? Yeah. And like you're like, oh, I want it. like a juice is no problem, but it's the skins. Oh, okay. So it's like that, that that like little layer between the stone yeah. and the fruit, that that little thing that protects it. Okay. And so, the skin probably, yeah. Well, I think I've told this story maybe before. I did my first Diageo World Class here, and I used we had like an ingredient that was dragon fruit, which I'd never really messed with before. And if you haven't seen dragon, oh, it tastes like cardboard. It tastes like, but it's, if you've never seen it, it looks super cool, but it doesn't like, it doesn't taste good. It's, it, tastes, one, oh, yeah. it doesn't taste bad either. It tastes like nothing. It's yeah. like one of the most like tasteless fruits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it looks like it's going to be super flavorful. Yeah. Cause it's so colorful yeah. and full of the little seeds and all that. And like, it's, yeah, it's gorgeous. So if you don't know what dragon fruit is, it's this bright red. Usually it's red. There's other colors too, I think, right? The outside is red. The inside can be purple or white. Yeah. Purple or white with like black little spots. Yeah, it's beautiful, yeah. And it looks gorgeous. So I made a cocktail with it. I used the, I just uh, scooped everything out and used the, the dragon fruit as a cup. Yeah, nice. And then I made it, because it doesn't taste like anything, but the colors are cool, whatever. But I didn't realize I was allergic to dragon fruit, because it was my first time ever seeing a dragon fruit, and I had to use it in the competition. Oh. And then, so I was trying to talk to the judges, and my throat basically started to close. Oh, no. And then I allergic, I'm also allergic to kiwis now. Same family. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like trying to talk to them. I was like, uh, 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 uh. And then we realized I have an allergy to to, to dragon huh, fruit. Interesting. No, for me it was just a pineapple. I knew since I was a kid, but I, I, I just avoided it, and I didn't know. And then I went to do um, an allergy test for mm. like actual allergies, and uh, it turns out that I'm not allergic to anything food wise. So I explained to the doctor about the pineapple thing, and then they basically explained to me about the enzymes that we produce, the thing. I don't remember which one is the enzyme. I don't know if the pineapple has the enzyme or saliva has the enzyme. But yeah. regardless, we have something in our saliva that basically um, n- neutralizes yeah. it. That's interesting. Yeah. So I produce less or nothing. I mean, you could test, but I don't think I need it. It's just I just need to avoid fresh pineapple. That's yeah. it. Like <laughs> keep it, keep it, keep uh, pineapples away from Anna. Which is a shame because I love I love pina so coladas. Yeah. But you can't pina you can't have a pina colada. I can if you use can um, can the can or the bottle like a concentrate juice right which is funny because i'll be at a bar and i'm like is your pineapple just fresh and i think they think that i i'm expecting to be like yes it's fresh because yeah. it's the highest quality like no i want to know if it's artificial so that i can have it well, i mean <laughs> if you roast a pineapple it's okay uh if you fully if you cook yeah just like yeah. if you just sear the outside makes no difference oh okay it has to be like cooked so if you use it for a, a pineapple jam or mm-hmm. a pineapple pie type of thing it's okay or a pineapple cake yeah it's all good it's only like if it's fresh, but yeah. Because we do like pineapple daiquiris with roasted pineapple, but you couldn't probably have that. Yeah. That's a shame. Pineapple daiquiris are such a good way of life. Oh, it's so Pineapples good. are good, man. And we use fresh pineapples in it, so like, it's so delicious. I know. I need bars. I use the good old can of pineapple yeah. juice. Well, <laughs> I think that covers today. I mean, we have a big, we have a lot of big stuff coming up. Uh, this is our first time recording on a Friday. Yeah, we're recording on a Friday, so we we're a little bit of a rush today, but. And tonight's gonna be wild. Tonight's gonna be wild. Tomorrow, Anna and I, both of our bars and restaurant, are gonna be hammered by Santa Claus. Tomorrow is Santa Con in Shanghai, and 
Logan, your stop number. I don't. I know. I didn't ask what stop number. I just asked. Or maybe he told me and I didn't know. But I I'm, think he's two or three. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a mess. Basically, depending on how many people are here, like what do you have? Forty, sixty. I'm on stop six, which <laughs> means that I'm gonna get them nice and juiced up. Yeah, they're <laughs> like just drunk Santa Clauses. Everybody has a Santa outfit on, or like some some people are dressed like elves. But it's a whole contingent of Santas marching down the streets. To be very honest, it can go both ways. They're lovely people normally, but they'll get really hammered. So it can be really like nice pumping out a lot of drinks or it can be chaos yeah. and messy and drunk. Because the problem is also they are coming in with other drinks too. Yes. They got bottles, they got cans. It's just like you have to, you can't police. Yeah, it's going to be chaos. But they, they come and they go as fast as they, yeah, it's you, like they an come hour. for an hour and then... You know, you, you, you cash in really quickly yeah. and then, well, yeah. We'll have to do a recap on that. But be besides that, Anna, uh, happy holidays still. Happy holidays. Uh, and we'll get back to you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening. Always subscribe, like us, and we'll try our best to post stuff on Instagram and WeChat. And we'll catch you guys on the next one. Bye-bye. Cheers. Cheers.